ਤੁਸੀਂ ਕਬਲਾ ਹੋਵੇ ਨਿਖਾਰਿਸ਼ ਤਸਾਇਆ ਲੈ ਸਲਾਤੁਲ ਸਲਾਮ ਐਕਸਪਲੇਨਸ ਇਨ ਕਮੈਂਟਰੀ ਆਫ ਦਿਸ ਵਰਸ ਦੈਟ ਵੀ ਬੀਗਿਨ ਟੂ ਵਰਨਸ ਆਫ ਗਾਡ ਬੀਗਿਨਸ ਟੂ ਮੈਨੀਫੈਸਟ ਆਫ ਆਵਰ ਐਕਸ਼ਨਸ ਵਨ ਵੀ ਬੀਗਿਨ ਐਵਰੀ ਐਂਡਵਰ ਬਾਈ ਸੇਇੰਗ ਬਿਸਮਿਲਲਾਹ ਇਨ ਨੇਮ ਆਫ ਅੱਲਾ ਵਨ ਵੀ ਐਕਸੈਪਟ ਆਵਰ ਨਥਿੰਗਨੈਸ ਐਂਡ ਰੀਅਲਾਈਜ਼ ਦਿ ਗ੍ਰੇਟਨੈਸ ਆਫ ਅੱਲਾਹ ਅਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਆਲਸੋ ਇਨ ਕਮੈਂਟਰੀ ਆਫ ਦਿ ਵਰਡ ਬਿਸਮਿਲਲਾਹ ਇਨ ਕਸੀਰ ਕਬੀਰ ਹਜ਼ਰਤ ਮੁਸਲਮਾਨ ਰਜ਼ੀਅੱਲਾਹੁ ਅਨਹੁ ਐਕਸਪਲੇਨ ਦੈਟ ਬਿਸਮਿਲਲਾਹ essentially has the meaning of tawakkul ala allah that we place our trust in allah almighty that we entrust ourselves to god almighty so these are different aspects of this word of bismillah that how when we begin something we seek the help of allah almighty we place our trust in him and also that we realize that there is none who is worthy of worship except allah almighty and that is the reason why we are turning to him and seeking help from him now in this regard The question that sometimes can arise in our minds is that there are many people in the world who continue doing their things and their lives going about their lives and are successful without any prayer at all without ever having to say bismillah at any point in their life so then what is the need for us to say bismillah and to seek the help of Allah almighty when we start a new year or start anything whereas other people are able to be diligently and more successful in their day-to-day endeavors without any of these prayers and trust in Allah Almighty and tawakkul and even humbling themselves. The simple answer to this question is that if our ambitions are worldly ambitions, if religion has done nothing for a person spiritually in order to raise their ambitions, then to achieve the low goals of this world is something that can easily be done with worldly investment. A person does not necessarily need prayer to be able to succeed in their exams or to be able to get a good job or to be successful in their job. Prayers definitely help to an extent, but these are the things of this world. And so if a person's resolutions and plans for the year to come are confined only to the life of this world, then it is a worldly ambition and a worldly heart that that person has. And to add prayer to that equation is something that is just extra. It is not actually the real purpose. The real purpose of our ambitions and of our resolutions is to strive for that which is impossible, which is achieving the nearness of God Almighty. That's something that's not within our human capacity. It's something that can only be done when Allah Almighty blesses us. That is why the Holy Quran Allah Almighty says that eyes cannot reach Him, but He reaches the eyes. So if our resolutions, if our hopes, and if our ambitions are what we want to accomplish, are simple worldly things that are within human capacity. <coughs> the atheist can achieve it just as well as a Christian or a Muslim or anybody else. <coughs> and for us to think that the observance of prayer is something that is a necessary part of our lives, it is something that is vital for our existence, we are only fooling ourselves. But what Islam has taught is that we should set our lives up in a way where our ambitions and our goals are so great that to achieve anything that we want to achieve is beyond our capacity. This is the level of ambition that Islam wants to create within us. It does not want us to live our lives from day to day with one worldly concern or the other, where people continue living their lives, get trying to get to the next stage of accomplishment, only to end up nowhere. Now, one person wrote, in a, or he said in a, in a quote that essentially summarized this, that people continue to occupy themselves to try and get into a good school. Once they've gotten into a good school, They're busy in trying to get a good job. 
And once they've gotten a good job, they occupy themselves with trying to get a better and better promotion. And if everything goes well, and all of life goes perfectly for them, then they can finally end up getting into the nursing home of their choice. Now, it's a sad end to a life, but essentially this is what it is. A person keeps on working, and essentially for what? Just to get into the nursing home of their choice. Just to be able to lose everything in the end. So as long as a person's goals are only confined to this world, then we can say with certainty that at the very end of the journey, he's going to end up disappointed in failure, having lost the capacities to even enjoy everything that he wanted, and having nothing more than the comfort of this world. So when we think about this analogy from this perspective, that a person can get into the nursing home of their choice, that should be a greatest accomplishment in life. And that's what we want after all. We want to have a nice house. We want to have a nice car and everything. But why is it not the greatest accomplishment in life to be able to get into a luxury nursing home and then die there in comfort? It's because we know that a nice house and a nice job gives us comfort because we think we have years to come in our future. But a nice and comfortable and perfect nursing home is not comforting because that's the person's last stage in life. He has to have something more than the comfort of that room, of his accommodation. So when a person does not have a next stage in life, then these trivial things start to lose their meaning. Getting into the perfect school and the best school and the best job and all these things, they only mean something when there's a stage after that. When we feel like there is time left to go, when we feel like there is life left to live, when we start to feel to a certain extent in our mind that we are invincible. But when we know that this is the last point, then all that comfort is meaningless. It doesn't matter what kind of nursing home a person is living in, where that last point is where a person is going to live. What actually matters is that that point in life, what have they gained which gives them happiness? Because it's not the worldly things that are going to give them happiness at that point. So this is the perspective that Islam wants us to think of. When we think from that perspective, then we naturally end up saying that I begin this year and I begin what I'm doing seeking the help and strength from Allah Almighty. Because all of us, can, if we work hard enough, get a good education and get a good job and get a nice house and get a nice car if we try hard enough, just like any of our other co-workers or any of our other classmates can do. But Islam wants us to be so ambitious that we strive for something that is impossible for us to achieve without, our, without the help of Allah Almighty. And when we set our ambitions that high, that's when humility will come to us naturally. So without high ambitions, there's no need for prayer. And without high ambitions, we're going to fail in prayer in the coming year as well. So the best way to be able to achieve the, the goal in our spiritual journey is to set those goals in the first place, to make them our objective in life, and then when those things are our objective in life, then we put ourselves in a position where we depend on Allah Almighty for our day-to-day goals. And there, the words of Bismillah and seeking the help of Allah Almighty will come from our hearts with a state, with a level of sincerity, and with a genuine need.